Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer here. This video is going to be a little different for Best of Us investors because it was actually brought about by a conversation I was having with a tribe member. We have a, a Zoom meeting every Friday after the market close, and he asked me, what do you think the effects of what's going on between China and Russia uh, is going to have on the stock market? And I said, well, I really haven't given it much thought. He said, well, you uh, prompted me to read The Accidental Superpower, and I did. And he said, you need to go to page 188 and read that and understand the importance of Ukraine and why Ukraine is in the center of the news right now. And so I did. And as I read that, I also read about, I believe it's pronounced Kazakhstan, another providence that uh, is involved in the current Russian situation. And I thought, well, this book was written in 2014. A lot has changed since 2014. Um, so I went to YouTube and I searched Peter Zeon. Uh, and I believe in everything he wrote in here, and I'm going to encourage you to do that same thing. But what I want to do now in this video is give you an overview of what I took away from my two days of research on what Peter thinks now and what his view of the economy is. And, and although he doesn't really talk a lot about the U.S. economy, but there are some ramifications there that I think we can read into it and we can make some good investment decisions about where we want to put our money over the next 10 years. So I'm not your financial advisor, but I'll get right back with you. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, the gist of all this, and he starts out with it, is that China will be a no factor, a zero factor within 10 years. That was his flat out statement. Well, that caught my attention, that China will not be a major power by 2010. And then he went on to explain why. And I kind of identified with it. Um, he's, he also said that in an effort to stop this from happening, that is, they become a zero factor, they are scrambling right now to create alliances with anybody they can, and particularly right now with Russia. Because Russia is facing the same problems that they're facing. And that is... We are going to enter into a world of deglobalization. What does that mean? Well, I think those of us who are above, I would guess, uh, 25, no, 35 years old, remember when we were told that as a result of the Internet and, and uh, the digital economy, we were entering into a global economy such that we had the resources and the um, populations of all the world available to us as a result of digitalization and the internet. And that was a good thing because in our case, the U.S., our labor was much higher than that in China and in Mexico. So we globalized 
and we sent our manufacturing offshore. And the price of my running shoes came down almost $30. Ah, that's a good thing, isn't it? Okay, maybe it is. Um, but at the same time, I would ask you, why are, why are uh, interest rates going up? Why is inflation going up? Um, where did the virus come from? If you can answer those questions, I think, I think the answer to all three of those questions is China. They controlled our supply chain. Where did the virus come from? It came from China. Do you, do you understand that we have an issue with China whenever they come and manufacture any of our products? They steal our intellectual property. They're even accused of using sound waves to make our citizens go crazy. And this reminded me of three weeks ago, I had some trees, some trees taken down on my, on my property, sizable trees. They dropped one of the big limbs into my roof, put a hole in my roof that big, okay? Blew off the soffit and the fascia, and um, they got a roofer out and put a piece of plywood over it and then put some new shingles that looks like a patch on my $750,000 house, which I told them was not acceptable. And then I said, you need to, um, you need to repair that, that re soffit and that fascia because I'm going to get squirrels in the house. And when we get a hard rain, it's going to run down my walls and it's going to damage my ceilings and my, um, and my walls, the sheetrock in my house. That was three weeks ago. They have not been back to do any repairs. I haven't paid them, but they haven't been back to do any repairs. They damaged my house. Do you think I will ever do business with them again? Then why would we, if the coronavirus came from China and their neglect and their lack of having the courage to stand up at the beginning of it and tell us about it, why would we ever do business with them again? They steal our intellectual property. That would be comparable to the tree guys going into my garage and stealing my car. Would I continue to do business with them? No, no, not at all. So why do you think the last six presidents of the United States have made strong moves to disenglobalize our economy's dependence on China. Why do you think I am investing in 3D printing and robotics anytime I can find it? Right now, Amazon is the biggest ma manufacturer of robots in the country. Why am I doing that? Because China's economy is going to fail. Oh, no, it won't, Gary. It's, like a, it's three times the population of the United States. They can live off their own economy. Really? You really believe that? Do you know anything about demographics? Demographics is a pyramid. You have babies, and then the babies grow into workers, and then the, the workers grow into taxpayers and savers, and then they, they get old and they become a burden for social security and health care, and then they die. 
The beauty of all that is it forms a pyramid. There are more people down here working than there are people up here getting Social Security and taxing our healthcare system. It works, okay? And this is what a pyramid looks like. This is the United States pyramid. And you can see that the, the millennials are holding it up, but the next generation aren't having as much many babies. But we're still in a tapering on the top. Now I want to show you the demographics of China. Do you see, <laughs> do you see a, a, a fallacy there? Remember from 1975 through 1915, they had the one baby policy because they did not feel they could support, feed, house, take care of their growing population. Well, look what it did. They, they don't have a workforce anymore. This is the same thing that happened to Japan. Do you realize that Japan used to be a world power? They're not anymore. Do you realize that Sony and all the products, the electronic products that come out of, of uh, Japan aren't made in Japan anymore? Most of them are made in Africa. They've had to job all this out because they don't have workers. They don't have people that can go to work for them. This is exactly what's happening to China. But in addition, well, I was going to say, but in addition, China's not playing fair. Well, I kind of remember that uh, Japan <laughs> invaded Pearl Harbor, uh, so they didn't play fair either. But nonetheless, we are re entering an era where we aren't going to take it from China anymore. China doesn't have a na navy. China's population is the only successful part of their population and their business is on that eastern coast. Once you move into uh, the center and the western part of China, all you have is problems. I went to Tibet, military problems. I went to where the Uyghurs are, problems. I went to the south um, down by Vietnam, problems. Once you get away from Beijing and Shanghai and some of their other manufacturing facilities, you have, and the nature of these problems are governmental. And that is to say that Mao Zedong nor Xi Jinping can control the warlords of the states or territories out in the hinterland. They are so corrupt. That is why they have this real estate crisis. They just kept throwing money at a non-purchasing public and it all collapsed in on them. That will collapse our, their banking system. Why hasn't it yet? Because they don't tell you what's going on. They're hiding it. Just as our banks hid it in the subprime crisis until... Uh, Michael Burry spilled the beans on him and said, "This, these, these uh, bonds, these uh, unsecured uh, debt instruments have no nothing to them." That's what's going to happen in China. So we have a depopulation issue. Um, here's a here's a demographic chart of Japan. This is where China and Russia are going. They don't have the people 
to become to to reestablish themselves as a manufacturing and productive economy. They don't have the soil. Look look at a demographic map of Russia. All their population is up around Moscow. Russia's good land, most fertile land, they lost to Ukraine. And now they need to get it back. If because they don't have a population or the, the resources to propel their economy. So this is what's going on. Um, I would just, again, if you don't believe this, I would ask you to put the ball in your court. You know, you read, you know we can't trust China. You know that they come over here and they steal our intellectual property. You know they do not give us uh, factual earnings reports. A lot of the stocks that you own, NEO, um, Jinping, um, they're actually uh, companies, shell companies, out of the Grand Caymans. Do we do that to them? No. So when you have a pariah in your house, when you have a, when you have a villain in your house, where do you put most of your effort? To get rid of them, to get them out of there. Deglobalization we're not going to depend on China anymore. We're going to manufacture here in the United States. We'll also help uh, have allies in probably um, Mexico. We need to reestablish a working relationship with Canada to create an atmosphere where we can succeed on our own terms. So... I don't own any stocks in China other than I know Apple makes their phone in China. Um, Google doesn't operate in China. Uh, Amazon doesn't operate in China. I don't know about um, Microsoft, but I'm going to avoid it. And I would encourage you to write down the name, Peter Zeehan, Z-E-I-H-A-N. Go to YouTube, find his, he's done a, number of interviews um, since January the 1st, because he's apparently at the end of January, he made a major speech at some uh, institute, and um, you need to listen to him. This is a part of be making good investment decisions. Understand the world you live in and what is going to happen. What is going to change? We know the medical field is going to change, but the geopolitical structure is about to change as well, and it's going to affect you. And if you just stand around and say, well, I'm going to go invest in NEO, or I'm going to invest in Workhorse, or AMC, you need to understand the geopolitical structure that is a part of your life. If you don't, surprise! Talk to you again tomorrow.